three, three two, two, one. Rangoon. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Hey, and Friends is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine OPI show. I was going to say that. Jerk. You always say it. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, we interview a great writer. He's an author of one of this quintessential mob books, but it's not a mob book like Who Killed Who or whatever. It's mob adjacent. And the author's name is Jeffrey Gentili, and he will be joining us. All kinds of great stories about the Chicago mob. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is and Friends. Broadcasting from beautiful downtown Iowa, this is Sam and Friends. Wow. <laughs> I thought of that. I actually thought of that today. It's like, how can I say that I'm in Iowa and also make it funny at the same time? Now I... Re- well, you said you were in Iowa. Uh, yeah, I said I was in Iowa. One out of two. Not bad. Yeah, there you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, another week, another week, or another wank. Am I right, guys? Just, just hitting it straight out of the gate this week. Oh, yeah. We're gonna get straight to the masturbation just, jokes. Just, we can't. I'm, we can't finesse people into it. Spitting it out the zipper like it's 2013. Ew. Why? Ew. I didn't like that. <laughs> Kimmy found it funny. <laughs> I have no way to compare to any of this, so I'm just like, what? I was letting it go because I was like, I have nothing to say to this, really, because I don't got that. I was like, oh, wait. Well, uh, you know, we should probably introduce ourselves before we turn the listener away more. <laughs> You've already turned Tommy away. Consider me checked out of this one already. Oh. Uh, well, who are you who is who is checked out? Uh, well, I'm Tommy, and I'd like to see you try and catch me, asshole. Holy shit. I'm already in California. We got to go catch me on foot. It's going to take you too long. Catch me across. You come from a mile away. You got nothing. I'll catch you in a plane because you seem to take those a lot these days. I took... Okay, I was going to say one. It was technically four. It was all <laughs> southwest. They kept us well separated. You took four, and <laughs> I had layover. And you give Who us crap layover? for going on camping trips where we don't take any planes or anything interactive where we're in the sky or in big airports. Okay, being in the sky is not any worse. I'd say being in a small tent with people, that's worse. Are you, that's, are you sure? That's true evil. I'm staying in my own tent, man. I'm in my own bubble. Yeah, being in a small, like, cabin, compressed cabin with no air circulation with at least 50 other people. Yeah, that's a good idea. Exactly. Can, can, Kimmy, you shouldn't no, be camping. No. You described camping <laughs> no, just now. No, I was going to say, I know you're going to turn this around. No, it's you. I'll be in the nature. Kimmy, they don't put log cabins in the sky. We know what he was saying. I mean, they could. I mean, they, they do call they they call it the cabin, though, don't they? They do call it the cabin. And you know, in the early uh, days of aviation, airplanes were made out of wood, so they could also be log cabins. You're made out of wood. I I was supporting your point, Kimmy. Thanks. And you come around and slap me with that wood joke. Because I'm the one who slapped. She called you a dummy. Yeah, she she called me. A, I'm the, I ain't no dum dum, Kimmy. 
you you know, speaking of dum dums, I'm gonna introduce myself. I'm Kimmy, and I've been idiotic. You did it to yourself. I walked into it. I've been idiotically watching Ghost Adventures, but I've been uh, more digging the production value because I, you know, when you watch those little things where he's talking and you just see the actors, I'm kind of sitting there, I'm like, man, they get a lot of like fake stuff compared to all like their quote unquote what? real apparitions. Well, no, like, they have the person like back then this was a casino, and you'll have like the scene of a casino with actors because they want to make it feel like it's not fake. It's, it's videos fake. of the ghosts. Well, no, dramatic. They do the ghosts later, and those ghosts are just little little balls of light, as they call them. Hey, are, is this like one of those like, hey, we're, we're filming a real TV show? What you're seeing is real. Have you not watched Ghost Adventures at all? I'm not a big. Uh, Why have you watched Ghost yeah. Adventures at all? Well, I know why Kimmy would watch. That's Ghost more Adventures. disturbing. I mean, it's not. It, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Yeah, it's like why I watched Jersey Shore for a month. It's not great, but it's not terrible. I mean, that one's just hilariously stupid, so that's why. Right? See, it's the stupidity. Like, Ghost Adventures, uh-huh. I just like watching the pro- production and, like, think about it a little bit. And I like listening to the history of haunted places. And then afterwards, once they do their investigation, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm clocked it's, out. It's like watching House Hunters and enjoying the show, comparing it to watching the House Brothers and hating both of them for no reason. What's House Brothers? You know the why? Okay, first of all, it's Property Brothers, and <laughs> oh, secondly, why would you ever dislike the Property Brothers at all? I hate them. I don't. I don't like what they look like. I, I, they have the face that says gorgeous. No, because you've seen the, like their mouths are scrunched and their teeth just protrude from their mouth, and I'm just like, don't fucking talk to me because I don't believe you. You're not trying to help me. You're trying to make TV. Jonathan and Drew are lovely people who find the perfect home for people. And they're building people's dream homes now. It's I don't even. I, how do you dislike these people? They are rays of sunshine. I, yeah, I don't know. I guess you didn't see all of those dish ads with them trying to sell me dish those sellouts. Anyways, I'm. St- Who are you that you think you have that, that you have the fucking gall to insult the property brothers of all people? And, uh. Uh, well, I'm Sam, and, uh, I got a problem. I got a 50-year-old Lust and a 3-year-old Dinky. Look, Valiant, the rabbit didn't kill Acme. He's not a murderer. I should know. He's my dear friend of mine. I tell you, Valiant, the only thing stinks like yesterday's, uh, I tell you, Valiant, the whole thing stinks like yesterday's diapers. Look at this. The paper said Acme left no will. That's a load of succotash. Any tune knows Acme had a will. He promised to leave Toontown to us tunes. That was his real reason he got bumped off. <clears throat> and see. I like that every week it gets longer and there's just more mistakes put into <laughs> it every week. <laughs> I'm impressed that you've reached a point though where in the in the show notes there's very few grammatical errors, so I don't have to go through and correct them now. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Tommy, is uh, there's such thing as looking up movie quotes and copy and pasting. Uh, I guess that would help. Yes. Kimmy, do you know what movie that was? Uh, wasn't it the uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, my God. I wouldn't have thought you'd get it. That's awesome. Yeah. I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And the moment it came to me, there was like a word that definitely like stuck out while you were saying it that got me. When you said Acme, I was just like, yeah. okay. The rabbit didn't kill it. Once you said that, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm right. I figured, I didn't read, when I first read this, I was like, what the 
freak is he going to be talking about today? One of the but, one of the scariest characters, one of the scariest villains I ever seen as a child, Judge Doom. Really? Yeah. Where he <laughs> put the kids in dip and then got run over by the um, spoiler alert. He gets run over by a. Uh, That's true. Flattening machine, whatever it's called. This is very true. This Did is Tommy? Very... Tommy die? Again? I never saw oh. it. What? I, ne- I, I never saw the movie, was, and now you just spoiled it for me. You should still uh, well, watch I, it if you can. Geez, I would have thought you'd be the person who'd see the movie. Just the one? You thought I'd be the one? No. I mean, honestly, first of all, I did get the reference, like, just, I figured it out just by guessing, having not seen the movie, just because, like, Acme and Toons and Toontown, and there's, there's no time that Rabbits and Acme come up that's, other than Looney Tunes... But this one has a murder, so, like, it has to be... What about Looney Tunes back in action? I don't think that has a murder in it, does it? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie because uh, I don't want to ruin the Looney Tunes for me. Shut up. That's a good movie. <laughs> hey, anyways, uh, what's our sponsor today, Tommy? Oh, yeah. I, I Why are we just breezing over <laughs> that he hates Looney Tunes back in action? Tommy, why, am I, why have you given me several things to be mad at you for <laughs> this quickly at the top of the show? How do you expect me to sit here and do this show with you when you keep giving me reasons to be angry? <laughs> I know what you're talking about, Tommy. I'm, I'm looking at the script right now, and uh, <laughs> we're in the sponsor. <laughs> well, today's sponsor <laughs> is your favorite snack. Oh, well, gee. Uh, my favorite snack... Your favorite snack? Um, I don't, I don't know what my favorite snack is. It's not about you. It's about the listener. Oh, well. All right. Well. Wow. That was a. Uh, wow. That was, that was. You holding something in, Tommy? You little something going on? It's got Ron Perlman in it. Like, what do you not <laughs> like about this movie? I, I don't know, man. It's. <sighs> have you seen Have you seen the Rotten Tomatoes? Is it Brendan Fraser? Yes. You ever You ever just bastardize your childhood? Uh. It's not even your childhood. You weren't You were not a child in the sixties. Actually, Looney Tunes uh, are from the thirties, Kimmy. Uh, Whatever. It's uh, Kimmy. Uh, got anything for the news? Yeah, I do. I just, I just, I, 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 are you okay for me to go to the news at all, Tommy? I know that you have a bone to pick with Samuel and things. So. I'll suffer in silence. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Covering the news from around the world to your backyard. It is time for the news. Um. Well, <laughs> uh, the news today involves a lot of food. If it, that makes anything better. Ooh, tasty. <laughs> Boy, boy, golly, do I Does love Does it involve food. your favorite snack? Uh, I mean... Wait, I, whose favorite snack? Was, um, maybe Samuel's. Oh, we should do the one that maybe Samuel's. So, um, okay. the fr- we're going to switch up then which one I'm going to start with. This will be Samuel's because he started off the show this way, so we're going into this story no. first. There was no. an Ohio no. woman who called no. the cops... Because when she went to get some meat from uh, her uh, supermarket, uh, I think for yeah. sure, save a lot, save a lot. It was actually a penis. Yeah. They they confirmed that she found a penis, like that she bought. Like, oh God, the fo- In the photo, it gets very graphic, and, and yeah, and that's what made her wonder. Like, um, 
uh, this isn't right. <laughs> so, you know, she, she did a Facebook Live on this. and um, oh, oh, I can't look at it longer than two seconds. Oh, yeah, it does. At first, I would have questioned it, too. And then she called the police and they examined. I've already closed the tab. <laughs> they examined it and they, uh, yeah, they, they found out that it is, in fact, uh, a penis. So, save a lot. Human? Sold a penis. Um, the medical examiner and coroner, they believe, uh, they said somebody is missing the stuff. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a human penis. At least that's what it is showing by this New York Post article that they are confirming it is a human I'm about to cry. Penis. I'm, it, 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 it just hurts me to the soul that a, g- a good boy like that has been mangled. You know. You don't even know who the boy it belongs to. It does look pretty big. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's like shouldn't have to go out like that. You know, it had so much to live for. I like how they like were investigating it and the folds and then there was just a hole in the tip and that was definitely like, yeah, nope, this is not this is not the what was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be turkey tails. Turkey tails. Well, look, if there's any tail. way of if there's any way of doing a really roundabout way of sexual assault, I think this person succeeded. True. That right. Could be true. Yeah. Although, oh, what yeah. would it taste like? More like indecent exposure, I guess. Yeah, but she had to cook it, right? I mean, it looks well, it looks cooked. So I, I don't think the person I don't think that the person who bought it had to cook it. I think they bought it, they got it home, and went, "This isn't right." Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I'd probably puke, considering how I. Do you see the power it gives me though when I put my my sponsorship bit in last? Yeah, and when I look ahead in the script, oh, you just a little bit. See, I can feed Kimmy straight lines now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when she said, uh, oh, we'll skip the first one, I looked at the second one, I'm like, all right, here we go. I went... Oh, the second she said your favorite snack, I went, oh, I see where you're going with this. My plans worked to perfection (laughs) so much better than I expected. Well, you know, it it was, you know, it helps when you have a good uh, person helping you along there. So thank you, Tommy. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. You're welcome. If you like eating it, all good. I don't necessarily like There was a guy it. in Canada who, um, he completely agreed to having his removed uh, so that some other guy could fry it up and, and eat it. If it's oh. consensual. Well, I was just listening to a horror podcast show earlier, and this lady, what she would do, she would make women cut her breasts off and then make them cook it and eat it, their own breasts. Now, if did she um, have them cut it off in one large chunk, or did they like cut it like deli meat? Oh, this... Oh, good question. This was... I think it was, like, one large chunk. Like, but this was also yeah. long ago. Like, she was in a royal family. Like, so her punishment... I forgot... Oh, God, if I can remember who this person was. Her punishment was basically just to live in, like, a cell in the basement. Like, not what we would do if she, like, tortured girls and killed them. And this was just one of the chances, like, situations. So, I think she probably made it, like, come off in, like, a chunk and made her eat it. Though, that's a lot of blood. And I don't know if I could... That was my thinking. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of veins in there. And then the shock that you would get from cutting off your own member part, like, I I just... uh, All right, let's move on, please. This next one's not as bad, okay? But it also does involve food, so... um, 
but not. I don't how I don't know how genitalia. the first one was about food, Kimmy. But uh, hey, she <laughs> bought it at Save a Life. It was supposed to be food. Yeah. She thought it was food. Yeah. And arguably, it still is. It's meat. Yeah. She went and she bought meat, and this is what she got. It's like when you find a finger in your can of Coke or something like that. That's what happened here. All right. And anyway, this next one is about. Uh, I guess some people call him a hero, which I laughed even in the uh, articles I found. It's this hero in Lincoln, Nebraska, who went and addressed a city council on changing um, or bringing attention to the most important problem the world is facing today. Boneless chicken wings. Oh, my God. I'm, ew, I'm, ew. Right there I'm not talking man. about boneless chicken wings. This is too far. Yeah. Move, move on. Next, next door. I'm no, with this like, person. He's, this is gross. He was, it's blasphemy. He was mad about it because we're ignoring the problem because, like, the children are throwing around, like, you know, this name's calling them that, but they really don't even have that much meat on them, you know? And I guess he's trying to, uh, you know, bring notice to this and change well, it. Know, boneless chicken They're not wings. wings. They're, not They're wings. chicken nuggets. But yes, that's exactly it. They're chicken They're nuggets. They're chicken tenders at best. Yep. You know what a wing is? A wing is something you have to work for, all right? Mm-hmm. It's an accomplishment to eat a bucket of wings. Oh, right? yeah. Not a bucket of boneless wings. You know what happens when you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and you get, like, boneless wings? You eat it with a goddamn fork. See, now, I don't like boneless. Why would you eat it with a fork, How right? Just if you're not going to make a mess, why are you getting wings? Yeah. See, we just don't eat boneless because I, I don't like boneless. They just feel like breaded bread because the chicken is so tiny in there anyway. But it's also like... You're not working for it. You're not putting in the effort like Samuel had said. No. You need to work for your meat. Yeah. You got to so, work on What I like about the bone is I hit it and it says, you can stop now. You got all the sauce. Mm-hmm. You don't need this wing anymore. Mm-hmm. And I can throw it aside. I mean, I like to, I don't know. I'm not, the thing is, hold up, hold up. Are you one of those people who just eat as much as you can, but the moment you see the bone, you're like, eh. Or do you like clear off them bones? Like clear oh, I, it. I clear those bones. Except for the like yeah. the little nug bit. At top, because I don't know if it's like oh that, that little cartilage one. Yeah, like, it scares yeah. me a bit. But I, I feel like we've talked about this before. But like me, I do. I like to. I'm I'm completely in it for the wing or for the wing sauce. I don't like chicken. I don't really care for the breading yeah. that much. So I'm I'm in it. I get like naked wings. I'll get just I'll chew off the chicken as a delivery system mm. for well, hot sauce. Oh you know yeah. What, you, you know what I've always wanted to eat though. And I know this is like a controversial topic, but I've always wanted to eat paint. There's just something about it. You say paint? Yeah. I've always wanted to eat paint, you know? I've always wanted to try dolphin. Yeah. yeah I've only tried puffin. This is on principle. At least, you know, paint? Paint. Yeah. Like paint. Yeah, I've, like, wa- I've always wanted to try paint. Like paint paint. The paint yeah, that you like paint actual, a picture like with. Yeah, eat actual paint. I mean, it's just, there's something about it, it that smells looks, good. It smells good. And there's something about it that it would just taste good, kind of like a, like a soup. A little bit. You know what I always thought smelled really good, and I know that I can't, like, inhale it, but, like, it's the same rule as paint. Like, you can't just be over there huffing it, but, like, it still smells good to be around. Gasoline. Ooh. I love the smell of gasoline. I love a go-kart track. Mm. Gasoline's dangerous, because that, that shit'll fuck you up. Oh, I know it. I got kicked out of the go-kart track. <laughs> As a kid, I didn't know, and I would sit there, I'd smell, and my mom was like, don't do that. I'm like, but it smells good. She's like, that's so bad for you. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know. Well, I, th- I think that's, a, that's, enough, uh, that's enough food torture for one show. <laughs> yeah, after I got caught siphoning gas out of go-karts. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I All mean, right. Not allowed there anymore. 
Ocean City as a whole is banned. Hey, Ocean City, Maryland. I'm still allowed in Ocean oh City, New God. Jersey. Hey, uh, is anyone uh, up for some foosball? Hmm? I guess. Do I have a reason, like a real opportunity to say no here? I don't know. I just, I don't know if you want to play the uh, 1921 game invented. Uh, I mean, 1921 invented game of foosball, which uh, takes teams of up to You know, to my four. dad used to play, um, like, tournament foosball. Like, he was, he got, like, to a competitive level of foosball. No way. Competitive level? Yeah, he did it in college. I can't, I cannot do it. I cannot play with him because he's too good. Hmm. And I'm really bad at foosball. Foosball. Now, did he play the uh, foosball where you have the goalkeeper with three units um, or or just one? I think just the one. Okay. But I know that the, the main thing I retained was that you're not supposed to do the thing that everyone does where you spin the, oh, yeah. the knob. That's apparently a big no-no. Yeah. Yeah, most, most rules consider the over 360-degree shot as illegal, although there are many rules and variations. Hmm. Yeah. They also hmm. have an 11-per-side uh, foosball table in, really? in Berlin, although I don't think you can Ooh. play it, yeah. Berlin. I know. I hate foosball. I can't play it for shit. I, I like foosball, but I'm terrible mm. at it. I like bubble hockey more. Bubble hockey's fun. Ooh, yeah. I play some bubble hockey. What's bubble hockey? Oh, you've never played. It's like that's the one where you get like the little the the hockey guys on sticks, right? And they're like on little tracks. Yeah. Oh, I love. That. I didn't know it was called bubble hockey, but I love yeah, playing it's that. In a bubble. It's the only game you oh, can yeah. find available if you go to like certain arcade bars. I found out, but I'm okay with that. Like now. I mean, not now. I meant like before when you were able to go to places like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Every time I've been to any Dave and Buster's that has the giant Rock'em Sock'em robots, they're out of order. Really? And I've it's been like four times, and they've been out of order every time. Weird. You're just not allowed to play ever, apparently. Nah, the robots got socked too much. They rock and socked till they couldn't sock a rock no more. You feel proud of that, don't you? Mm-hmm. 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 I give him credit. He messed up like eight times in the Roger Rabbit speech, so the fact that he got through that's actually kind of impressive. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reminding me of that, Tommy. That- Anytime. <laughs> All right, moving along. Uh, hey, I thought of a new game we could play. Uh, it's not really a game. It's kind of where I show you something and you kind of shit your pants and be like, "Wow, that's that's really bad." What um, if I don't shit my pants? You don't. You don't have. You to can at least still say the the phrase. Wow, that's really bad. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I was thinking we could probably uh, take uh, the lesser of the worst ones and uh, post them online so people get an idea of what this is. But I thought I would take a grouping, and they have a theme of uh, the worst old ads I could possibly find, um, and we'll we'll try and describe them the oh, best we can no. and react them. Uh, for everyone else, uh, uh, for the listener. So the first one I have is, and uh, so the weird thing is, is that back in the day, a whole bunch of advertising companies thought it would be a good idea to use babies to advertise products. So okay. uh, here's the first one. Uh, this one's for Seven Up. Um, 
I love how they say it. it uh, Tommy, describe what the photo is. Uh, the photo is a baby throwing back a glass bottle of Seven Up. Looks like someone's someone's got like a hand that's helping to helping to lean the the bottle back. But it, it seriously just looks like somebody's helping their baby drink beer. Right. And the uh, caption uh, on the bottle says, "Why we have the youngest customers in the business," which is. Uh, which is good to know that uh, they're striking young. I saw another one that says, uh, for, for a better start in life, uh, it says, for a better start in life, start Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola earlier. You know, it's funny, looking at this ad near the bottle, um, not the one the baby's drinking, but there is like, it looks like a little lamb and a beach ball, and it looks almost like that play of the, um, the sunscreen with the baby whose diaper is like coming off. Oh, yeah. Does it, like, it gives me a connection to that. Copperhead or something. Yeah. Or copper, copper, copper tone. It kind of just reminds so me of it. So many things start with copper. So I'm just like, hmm, huh. A little uh, connection in advertising there to me. Well, here's, here's one that I thought makes perfect sense when it comes to advertising with babies. Uh, this one is an advertisement for uh, Marlboro. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, smoking babies is pretty much what I think of when I think of any time before 1994. The advertisement, uh, one of them has a baby with a little hat looking kind of sad, and the caption reads, Before you scold me, Mom, maybe you'd better light up a Marlboro. I don't know who's scolding a one-year-old, but sure. It also just, the baby looks so sad and scared, kind of. Even with a top hat, which I don't understand, the top hat. You need never feel yeah. over-smoked. That's the Marlboro miracle. That's the miracle of Marlboro. I guess a lot of people were feeling over-smoked. Maybe because of addiction. <laughs> Who knows? All right, well, here's one, uh, here's one that's never changed. Um, this one is uncomfortable. Um, but innocent is sexier than you think. Oh. Right? Oh, Who would have thought this like was a good idea, oh. right? I know. Jimmy, what, 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 do you, what do you see here? This is all around wrong, and I don't like the I, look. Sh- I know. It's I just a like young it. girl um, holding a teddy, but the thing is, the words at top say, loves baby soft. Because innocent is sexier than you think. That is so wrong, and especially after all the news Ugh. I've read about like sexual right. trafficking, I'm like, that's right. what my brain says to this right now. This, this would not you. fly. Thank, thank you to the 1970s for sexualizing children. God, that's so disgusting. Uh, here's here's another fun one. Uh, this one is uh, apparently it reduces women to uh, being doubtful, having inhi- inhibitions, and being ignorant. What? I don't know what the... Oh, it's for Lysol. What? Yeah. I don't get it. You're you're confused. Why don't you describe what you see here? Well, when I'm first looking at this, that's why I'm moving more. It's like just says at the top saying, please, Dave, don't let me be locked out of your room. And it's just a woman trying to open a door with some graphics of some like fake locks because it's all like just drawn on top of a picture with locks, like three of them. So when I think of it, I think of... I didn't put together Lysol with this, I thought maybe like, you know, it was like a more of a mental thing like, is your kid hiding away or unhappy? Uh, well, on the locks it says doubt, inhibitions, and ignorance. And uh, I don't know. Even then, how does I that go with Lysol? 
It's the it's for complete feminine hygiene. Rely on Lysol, the concentrated germ killer. Wait, this is for feminine hygiene? Boy, feminine hygiene's really come a long way. Well, I gotta say, if feminine (laughs) hygiene has changed for a while, male hygiene has changed as well, because this one is just a doozy of one. It's uh, for the Jade East aftershave. I don't even know if they make that anymore, but it has a woman standing next to the aftershave. It's a pretty woman. But at the bottom says, if she doesn't give it to you, get it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh... Boy, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> this has some weird euthanisms in there, at least. Euthanisms? I mean, what do you mean? I mean, because it's like, I don't know, if she doesn't give it to you, get it yourself. It's like, damn. What you going yeah. for? And the way they have this girl, she's wearing a sweater, basically, and no pants. Yeah, she's wearing nothing. Mm-mm. She looks like Yoko Ono. Is it your though. sweater? We don't know. That's at least what she looks like to me. Well, I feel like there's definitely a racist tinge on this it's called jade that's, east that's there's also true. What it, she looks asian some, yeah I was just, yeah there's some east asian lettering on there yeah. i just this is clearly a theme here's the last one um and then uh we'll take a break afterwards uh this one is a uh, one that sticks on my mind and it might stick on yours this one's for tab uh, which is a sugar-free soda uh, and they marketed towards women they said stay on his mind uh, when you can't be with him, be in his mind. Have a shape he can't forget. Tab can help. It's sugar-free and it tastes better than any diet cola because the Coca-Cola company wouldn't have to, wouldn't have it any other way. Enjoy Tab and be a mind sticker. I feel like this also points out as your weight a lot. <laughs> oh, you like, don't think? You don't think, Gary? Uh, I totally. I, I thought you meant like. Ye- so, never mind. I was no, yeah, just by the ad. Yeah, when just well, at first I was like, okay, like mind sticker. When you read it, only the big bolded words because it just says stay in his mind, be a mind sticker. I'm not reading the little parts, so like the part that sticks out. It's like, oh, it's not that bad until you get to the details when it says better than Diet Coke. It's like, yeah, come on. Sure, the big bold words of be a mind sticker don't reek of sexism, but it does reek of just poorly thought out advertisement. (laughs) That's just a really stupid word. Also, honey, you're a mind sticker. In the the photo, he doesn't look like he's thinking at all. He just kind of looks like he's gazing off. He looks like... I don't th- no, think of him. He looks like someone looking like they're thinking. No, he- like if I was pretending to think like someone practicing their whistling when they just witnessed a murder, like this is what I would oh, do. This isn't to like, me. It is- doesn't look at all like thinking. He looks just like he's looking off like at something. And because of how acted out it is in that little smirk on his face, it's kind of like, eh, I just need he to just pose looks like, like Bobby this. Kennedy in all honesty. Ooh, yeah. I can see that. Before the bullet, you imagine Tab getting Bobby Kennedy to pose for this. <laughs> I, I imagine him getting posed for some other historical photo. Get it? Because he got shot. Thank you. Hey, all right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm Howard Sudbury, and I'm Steve Baskerville. And on the next back to you, we're going to find out a lot of things about the art of fine cooking, but we're not going to find it out from Steve. One thing I do know that we learned. And I'm glad that it was reinforced. You've got to keep your feet out of the salad. We're going to talk to private chef Mike Cabisa. You're going to get hungry when you listen to Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify 
opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we discuss which Ferraris may be underappreciated by collectors, plus a very rare NSU rotary that's sold for a very respectable price. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we're back to modern day because we don't want to be where those ads were made <laughs> advertising today is not sexist at all you don't know you don't know what they'll say in the next 40 years maybe they'll say tony the tiger was a serial sex offender i don't know sex sells. i don't like tony the tiger's energy he does unnerve me but he's great is he is he great all the time I feel like he's just on too much. I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his. I don't know what Tony the Tiger's personal life is like. Hey, maybe maybe he'll get me tooed. Think about it. He does have powdery sugar all the time, and maybe it's not really sugar. Maybe that's where that energy comes from. Because he's. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Sweet Jesus, Kimmy. I didn't hey, even think about that. Pointing it out because I've thought about it. Because he is too has too much energy for like a tiger. Take a nap, bro. He's too jacked to be a tiger, right? Kimmy Kimmy and I are in sync today. We're we're, we're on the same wavelength. Get with the program, Samuel. Wait a minute. You're Justin Timberlake? (laughs) Have you seen Justin Timberlake recently? I haven't. I feel like he's disappeared. Well, it happened like after he did that Facebook movie. Well, no, don't think about... uh, Don't forget the fact that he had that miniature little sex scandal because of his wife, so he kind of, like, disappeared. But she is pregnant. They're having another kid now, I think. Yeah. This is the last time I checked. But he kind of went MIA because, like, he found out, like, oh, no, like, ah, they know I cheated, ah. Who cares? Apparently he cares. I know, but why Why does the public care? I don't just, know. It's just Justin Timberlake. Who gives a shit? It's because he was... I, like, I generally don't condone cheating, but also I'm, like... For for celebrities right now, I'm like, if you didn't, if everything you did was consensual, I don't even give a shit. Do whatever you want to do. Right? As long, please just make it consensual for once, for the love of God. It's a low bar to have, but apparently it's one that's necessary. That's true. <laughs> Kimmy, uh, let's go into the perfectly timed segment after that conversation. Sex talk. <laughs> I feel awkward when we're talking about this now a little bit. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. <laughs> Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. <laughs> talk about sex now. I wanted to say how this sex talk for today actually kind of came after something I remembered listening to an old episode because of Tommy. And no, it is not dissing at all your guys' sex lives today. Oh, thank this is God. New. For once. We're not For once we're not in my dissing. life. For once I'm not emasculated. I mean, usually that's where I get my ideas from. I, yeah. I, I, at least I'm honest about it. God. This one, though, is because you talked about in, I believe... I think this was kind of minutia men, the one when we took over. You were talking about like the worst oh, advice people? you got in school. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, how the how health class failed me, and then yes. y'all made fun of me about it. 
Well, I found an article that basically has other people talking about their worst sex advice. And like some of these I just want to share because they're just crazy. And then I also want to know if you guys have any. But what I want to read so badly because it was my favorite. um, Well, one of them. I have a list of like four. But one of them I really loved was somebody. Their advice that they got was that men had to be circumcised before having sex or their foreskin would rip, leading to all kinds of infections, permanent injury, or even death. That is from from a man who was, you know, circumcised without his will, you know, without his consent as a baby because I grew up in, I was born in 90s America. Uh, I will say that, no, the only thing that will rip your penis is a doctor from the 1990s. <laughs> hey, you know why they circumcised me? So that I never have to use the word smegma in a sentence. Uh, there you go. Do you not like that word, smegma? I don't like what it represents. I'm clean now. It makes me think of like a gross lava because it's like it kind of it is. It, essentially, it is. It's just dick cheese. Oh, yeah, it's exactly uh, what it is. It's disgusting. I've, it's repulsive. And if it touches you, you'll die. Oh, here's another one. Don't stick your dick in too far because a baby will grab hold of it and pull its way out. Man, imagine what it they're always like just sitting in there waiting for their out. That'd be crazy. That's that's actually how babies are born. When uh, it's time for them to come out, you just gotta stick your dick in there and just wait until they grab hold. If only, if only it was that easy. <laughs> just put flypaper in there. <laughs> just go fly fishing in there. And stick to it like a trap. I'll just stick onto it. Ooh, there's one about. Can you imagine um, though? Can you imagine if you were having sex with like your pregnant wife, and then you feel a little hand in there go, "Gotcha." <laughs> I, and then over. Like, no, you you feel a hand, and then face protrudes out of the belly. Says, "I got you." I'm like, <gasps> "It's mine That's, now. I will suck your life force out for you I am can't child. make me let go." Another one is every time you have sex with a man, this is for women, you lose some of your special glue. If you lose all your special glue, no one will want to marry you. This was an all-girls school saying. No, that one's real. That one's very real. I'm sure that one's real. The more sex women have with men turns them into a less desirable whore. Okay, wow. (laughs) No, it's just... Took it to a place there, Samuel. (laughs) Look, once you, well, it's like saying, like, if hit, that loop... What? No, what? no, I was just going to dig a deeper hole. Just go. Just go. Dig yourself a deeper <laughs> hole. Just do it. No, it's past. It's say, um, past. Appar- like, like, men apparently say that if you do the job right, lubricant's not needed. Okay, that's I read also that one, one. And that's a lie. And I thought that... that is. I was actually told that, and I thought that was true, and I believed it. Um, And uh, I think I got to go out and buy some. I don't know what I'm going to uh, use it for. Just but. buy condoms. It'll, you'll be safer. No, it's no, either way. But. Not even the lubricant on condoms is that good. Works for me. Oh, my God. Tommy, you did that a long time ago. Times have changed. Oh, my God. Things anyway. have changed a lot since I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! I, I have two one, two of them that are pretty good too. Uh, one of them it gets really bad, but this one kind of goes with um, Samuel's horror statement. Um, <laughs> there's this tape thing where a teacher taught 
um, by taking two pieces of tape and putting on her sleeves. And then she would peel them off, restick them, peel them off, restick them. And she said that the pieces of tape were people. And every time she put them on her sleeve, it represented them having sex with different people. And then when she finally put t- together, they didn't stick because of all the fibers. And this meant that they were so emotionally disconnected that they couldn't form a lasting bond. So don't have sex or you will be a broken shell of a person unable to love. Now, you see Honestly, that? I thought this was going to be a thing about yeah. STDs. Yeah. Like, I thought she was going to keep sticking and unsticking, and then, like, it was going to be covered in, like, little fuzzies and stuff. And I thought this was actually going to be a good metaphor. Yeah, I was and then about she to say. It. Yeah, I was about to say. That, that's actually a pretty good analogy for, you know, unprotected sex, right? I if mean, you can use that sex, as yeah. an analogy for STDs, like, that's actually a really good metaphor. But ugh, we couldn't do that. No, they went, they went a different route with it. They had to end off with, you know. Just the shell of love. Even though that got so like dark at the end, like you're you're just a broken shell of a person unable to love. It's like ah. Why do they let uh, these people near kids in the first place? Oh, oh, you think that's bad? You say why are these people near, near kids? Okay, this last one. A gym teacher says it's possible that it's impossible to have sex with a woman if she doesn't want it because the hole closes up. And that teacher went to jail. For guess what? Yeah, I think I can guess. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. So, it, why is it always gym teachers? Wait, why we shouldn't he, hire gym teachers why was, anymore. Why was he lying? He's speaking from experience. <laughs> Jesus. What? I'm what? I'm just. I'm not saying it's good, but he's not lying, right? Oh. He is lying. <laughs> But, he, but, like, then he's lying to himself because he experienced it. This man's a poor teacher. All yeah, he's a gym te- teacher. <laughs> Don't you think, take a, oh, that makes me feel bad because my boyfriend's brother is a gym teacher, but huh. I think. You should I'm, laugh at him. How do I'm you saying, get hired for that job? What are your qualifications? You know what handball is? <laughs> Well, I just think of Mean Girls, and I'm like, ever since that movie, my qual- like my mind of gym teachers in a way goes to where, like, fuck, like, gym teachers, man. I don't I, know. I just think of Eastbound and Down. No one's seen that one? Yeah, big thank you to the one man who's seen the show Eastbound and Down. <laughs> so, guys, these are some worst... If you guys have any worst advice to add on, those were the, like, I mean, the best of the worst ones that I have read. Minus the fact of someone saying, like, you actually had sex ed, because some people didn't, and they were just promoted abstinence. I believe it was fifth grade. I went to um, I went to Walmart to buy Bakugan, and my dad tried to have the talk with me. And I was like, man, I am not up for this today. We are in the McDonald's at Walmart. I am here for, for silly little toys. I am not up for this right now. <laughs> Wait, he tried doing it in the middle of a store? Yeah, right in the McDonald's. We're, I'm eating my McDoubles, and he's asking what I know about sex. I'm like, I'm in fifth grade. I don't know a thing, dude. Yeah, that's, that's uncomfortable. That's so weird. Also, it's just like uh, looking around like, can anyone hear my dad in this conversation? Because that's even worse. I don't know what we do from here. I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> that drive home must have been awkward. Explains a the lot, whole Tommy. day was the week was awkward. Explains <laughs> <laughs> a lot, Tommy. <laughs> explains. Never tried to have the talk with me again. 
explains why when your guys had your car ride for when you were moving, there wasn't much talk going on. (laughs) Who said there wasn't any talking? You did. You didn't say you had anything to talk about. When we were trying to ask, like, hey, did you guys have some meaningful talks? You're like, no. You had a a good bonding experience with your dad while you drove across the cross country. And uh, are there any interesting stories you had? Would you believe that we drove for like 40 hours and the answer is no? Are you serious? You Man. find content driving through Arizona. All right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, be sure to <laughs> listen, rate, and subscribe, and friends on Spotify, uh, Google Play, anywhere where you find podcasts, really. And then look out uh, in the coming months. Uh, we'll be coming out on Amazon Prime, um, Amazon Podcasts, I believe that's what it is. Wow. But, yeah. If I, it was it, Audible, right? It, it is. Audible. Uh, Audible, uh, Amazon's Audible, Audible, and Amazon Music Podcast. It's not there yet, but we will be on there. Um, bet your ass we will be. When when that comes up, yeah. <laughs> you bet your ass. Bet your sweet bippy. Sweet uh, bippy. So go there, and don't forget to subscribe on Spotify. Best place to do it. I mean, show came out for us today. When you're listening right now, when this came out, we got a notification on our phones from Spotify. That's how good Bam. it is. Do we have a theme for Tommy's Review Corner? You want me to do one? Right now? Yeah, go for it. Tommy's Review Corner. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Great. It's just the drum splash from In the Air Tonight, and then I say Tommy's Review Corner monotone. I think it works. Yeah, that works out great. Write that down. We'll do it yep, again later. There you go. Oh my god! All right. So I, I had I had an eventful eventful week because I, I made a twofer out of it this week. Nice. A twofer. I watched um, the movie Birds of Prey. Oh, I then, want to watch oh. it. And then I watched uh, the entire Harley Quinn show. Ooh. On uh, the the this is the DC. It's on like HBO Max now. Yep. So big yep. shout out to my sister for having an HBO Max subscription. I can mooch off. They let me watch both of these things. Does your sister want to share her HBO Max with someone else who would really want to watch Birds of Prey and doesn't want to spend ten bucks on it? She would not. Ah, oh, damn. So, but you haven't seen that one. Has anyone? Have either of you seen either of these things? I I've watched. I actually just finished watching Harley Quinn. Like, I like a couple HBO days ago. Max. Loved it. Oh my god. I loved that show. It's so funny. Oh, it was so wait, the, fun. Oh, my, oh, I was gonna say I thought the oh my god sounded like it was gonna be bad, so I was like, wait, do you have a different opinion? But no. no, it's the same. No, it was I it liked was, it a lot because I remember I watched Birds of Prey first and I thought like it's decent, you know, it's it's kind of a fun movie. It's um I don't know, it's nice, but I'm like I felt like I felt like the show did a lot of what the movie was trying to do a lot mm. better. And I think that's because it had more time to do it more than anything. Um, I, I feel like they had a lot of characters cramped in a small space in Birds of Prey. And so they were naturally going to run out of time to mm. hit them all in full. But I think that, I think that the, the show did a really good job. I think, I mean, first of all, the writing is stellar. I think that Lake Bell's Poison Ivy is yeah, a riot. That was really good. She, I, got, I, I fell in love with that character. She was good. Loved it. Great yeah. acting, great writing, All the characters good editing. Are really even good. it was good. Yeah, thought, Alan Tudyk. What is with his range? I know. 
Well, I was just... Fuck Alan Tudyk. I'm mad at him now because he's too good. I was honestly surprised at how good the show is because I'm always hesitant for comic book stuff because I'm just like, all right, it's going to be... It's gotta be comic booky, Marvel, seen it all, DC kind of trash. But then I watched yeah, especially this and I was since like, DC in recent years has had a pretty bad track record, right? But I, I, my dad played the first two episodes while I was uh, visiting the other day, and then I was like, "That's actually pretty good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish watching that." I, I started it like with the idea of like, I'll try this out. I might like it. I've heard some good things and I'll watch a couple episodes and I binged the whole first season in one night, binged the whole second season the next day. Loved it. Blew my mind how much I loved it. Yeah, it was good. How was, um, how was, uh, the other movie? It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the biggest note that I had was like, cool it with the slow-mo just because every, it felt like every swing of a fist, of a foot, of a hammer, like every time there was slow-mo. They couldn't just let something hit. Huh. I was let down by that. Which is like, it's kind of the signature thing of these DC movies recently. I'm really hoping that the Suicide Squad movie pulls it together. Because that's, I'm pretty excited for it. Well, I like think Wonder that one... Woman. I think it has a better chances too because it, like I really like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the same director, so I have high hopes right. because I loved how he did those. Oh, it's so dope. I'm like, yeah. yeah, my fingers are crossed. I know that Please. James Gunn's good, so I'm I'm very hopeful um, that did, it'll be a fun and, and effective movie. Him, uh, there was like a brief time where some things came up that he seemed like. I don't know if it was even, like, pedophilia adjacent. Like, it was like he was making a lot of stupid and sensitive jokes about pedophilia. Uh So Disney fired him, and then the whole Guardians of the Galaxy cast said, we're not doing this without him. And then in that interim, DC picked him up and said, we want to do a movie with you. So then Disney snatched him back up quick and went, no, 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 you you come back now. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just watched... Uh, you were going to say Wonder Woman. I just watched a new trailer for it, too. And I did not know that Kristen Wiig was going to be in it. Oh, no. She is? She I didn't plays, see that new one. The new one, it has, like, who uh-huh. this, the villain is going to be more, which is her as, like, a cat. I can't think of what the would be. Oh, Cheetah? Uh, yeah, she plays Cheetah, then. Like Cheetah? Wait, or they got Kristen Wiig for Cheetah? Yeah, um, if you look at... Oh, man, I'm on the wrong computer. If you type it in, it talks, talks about in the new Game of Thrones... Not Game of Thrones. <laughs> in the new Wonder Woman uh, trailer, they did a new new one where you see her being Cheetah. Yeah, she is the Cheetah. Kristen Wiig. She plays Ooh. Cheetah. Yeah. I liked the first Wonder Woman movie a lot, and I'm not... Do you not like Kristen Wiig, or do you not know about... I like you know, Kristen Wiig. I don't like her as a serious character like she does. comic book fatigue, like, guys. The studios don't know what to do with comic books anymore. They've done it I all. Mean, this is her branching out of being not just a comedian. As much. I just see her more in doing comedies. Like. I know, the last movie I saw Kristen Wiig in was Ghostbusters 2016. That was a hoot. <laughs> you cannot blame her alone for the failure of the <laughs> Ghostbusters reboot. No, no. It's going to be coming out in October 2nd, I think. Is that for next year, then? Or this year? I think it's this year. I think it's coming out this year. They got to put uh, it out this year. All movies will be irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, yeah, Kristen hey, Wiig's uh, gonna be in it. In the new, they made more jokes in the new trailer too. If you check it out, because it's more like you know joking with Chris Pine's character coming back and everything, and the time difference. So it's kind of interesting. So uh, anyway, that's we haven't even watched that. And I ended up I didn't watch yeah, the other one. Sorry, we have so. to acknowledge the fact that. Like at a certain point, we have to acknowledge that it's been like seventy years. Chris Pine hasn't aged a day, and he's clearly the bad guy here. Well, there's another. Watch the trailer, the newest one, because there shows to be another guy who's like, "I will grant you all you want," and that's when he meets with the girl who turns into Cheetah. So, I'm getting a connection there. I don't know who the guy is. Again, check out the trailer. Then you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is that that it for the review corner? I so. Well, I gotta give it. I gotta give it oh, out yeah. of five Tommies. I forgot. So each one uh, for Birds of Prey, I give it two point eight out of five Tommies. <laughs> okay. Out of a possible five, Harley Quinn, I give like I'm generous. Five out of five, five out of a possible five Tommies. Oh, that wow. good. That already second episode. I liked it. Second time doing this, and you got a five out of five Tommies on it. Wow. Yeah, because you know what? I've decided that I make the rules, and I don't really have to consider anything I don't like about anything, and I just think about, I like this show. I like the show. It's fun. It made me giggle. There cool. are very few shows I've, I've watched in, in recent years that have made me actually laugh out loud. It has been this, Futurama, and Mike Tyson Mysteries are the three shows that make me audibly laugh consistently. If you like and friends, then be sure to check out some other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like... Back to You, an Opai show, legendary Chicago TV personalities Howard Sudbury mm, and Sudbury. Steve Baskerville, mm, Baskerville talk about their daily adventures in a long list of what bugs them. Mm, you weren't a buggy. You can listen to Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, or Spotify. Just search for Radio Misfits. Uh, did you read that right? You read that right, right? You just added Spotify right. like six times. I only added it twice. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we're going to go into this uh, segment I thought of. Uh, it's a game. The game is called Who Said It? All right? You got to figure out who said it. All right? I'm going to give you two people. Samuel said it. <laughs> well, I said it this time, but uh, the game hasn't started. So uh, we're, I'm going to give you two people, and you're going to have to decide who said it. All right? All right, so this week I'm going to be asking who said it. Was it Gordon Ramsay or Pablo Picasso? All right. The fuck? Yes, it was. So I'm going I'm to say a quote, and you have to tell me who said it. All right, here's the first quote. My grand could do better, and she's dead. That's Gordon Ramsay. All right. Kimmy? I will have to agree because... I also was watching Hell's Kitchen before I started watching Ghost Adventures. No, oh, okay, cool. Well, you guys are right. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> hey, uh, who said this? Uh, love is the greatest refreshment in life. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. All right, Kimmy. I'm gonna go with Picasso just to change it up. All right. It kind of sounds like a food thing, like like you know, get like light refreshments. That's why I think it's Ramsay. All right, well, uh, Kimmy's actually right. It's Picasso. <laughs> it seemed too nice. <laughs> it hey. did seem a little too nice. I was worried about it. <laughs> Who said it? Um, everything is a miracle. It's a miracle that one doesn't dissolve in one's bath like a lump of sugar. 
That sounds for sure like Gordon Ramsay. All right. Kimmy? Uh, I have to agree, but I'm also concerned. But I I sense it more being Ramsay than Picasso, I think. So what do you think? It yeah. sounds that weird like combination of optimism and cynicism that I feel like he'd bring to the table. Okay. True, 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 true. So who do you think, Kimmy? You didn't, I didn't oh, get a definitive answer. Oh, I'm, I was going to go Ramsey. All right, cool. Uh, it's actually Picasso. Oh, damn. Damn. All right, who said it? Uh, the lamb is so undercooked, it's following Mary to school. I've heard Gordon Ramsey say it. <laughs> I will have to say Gordon. You're right. It's Gordon Ramsey. <laughs> I feel like Picasso's too sweet. Mine, hey, even that uh, bathtub one. Who said it? Uh, action is the foundational key to all success. I'm going to say Picasso. Change this bishop. All right. Tommy? I said Gordon Ramsay four times. I'll say it five. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm pretty sure it's Picasso, but I'm committed. It's Picasso. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh, Who said it? Uh, There's enough garlic in here to kill every vampire in Europe. Oh, Gotta be Gordon. Yeah, I was going to say, I swear I heard him saying it in one of the episodes. All right, you guys are right. It's Gordon Ramsay. All right, who said it? Why did the chicken cross the road? Because you didn't fucking cook it. I've seen Gordon Ramsay say that one. <laughs> All right, Kimmy, what do you think? Ramsay, Ramsay. Right. Oh. I don't know why I said it who like said, a little kid. Who said it? Bad artists copy, good artists steal. Picasso. Okay, I'll say Picasso. I'll say Picasso this uh, time because I know actually, what it is. It is Picasso. It is Picasso. You guys are right. Hey, uh, who said it? Uh, the chief enemy of creativity is good sense. Picasso. Picasso. It's, it's Picasso. You're right. La- last one. Uh, after trying Hawaiian pizza, uh, the uh, person who quoted this said, this isn't pizza. This is a mistake. This is an Italian tragedy. Ramsey. Ramsey. You guys are right. It's Gordon Ramsey. <laughs> there you go. Kimmy wins with an outstanding more guesses that it was actually Picasso than Ramsey. Ooh, because somebody was so <laughs> determined to say Ramsey instead of Picasso. <laughs> Yeah, you know, eventually you just hit a wall. <laughs> in, in all honesty, when I think like the second one I said was actually Picasso was love is the greatest refreshment in life. I was baffled that both of you thought it would actually be Gordon Ramsay. I tried to pick. The I two was most surprised that Kimmy people. agreed with me. I know. Wait, wasn't that, I don't. Wait, wasn't that the salt bath one though? The oh yeah, the lump thing? of sugar one. That was the second one. The first one yeah. was the um, love is the greatest because she refreshment got the in life. yeah. No, that, I think that one I did choose Picasso. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're yeah, because right. I was like, if it was sweet, I was like, it was too sweet to be Ramsey. Yeah, but the lump of sugar one, I never would have guessed. Can't. I tried to pick the most, the two most opposite people that could exist. He really did. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> when I really started looking at it, these were not very challenging to figure out. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's more of a gimmick. If it involved food, it was... <laughs> I kind of well, like the lightning round element. Yeah, that was right. I, I thought I'd be like I a like quick that it game. sped up towards the end. We, yes. just, kept, we <laughs> just kept going. I was alternating I between like the to, buzzer yeah. and the ding. <laughs> I like to usually like give you time to answer, but I was like, ah, I just know this is how I feel, and I was like, we'll just answer. We'll just do as fast as I can. Yeah, I think uh, of the lamb when I hit the bell before you even told us it was the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> we got too good. excited. No, good. Um, 
All right, well, it's getting close to near the end of the show, but Tommy, we always end off the show with something you like to spew out of your mouth that isn't a projectile vomit. What is your tangent? Everyone disperse. It's time for Tommy's... Tangent. Damn it, I wanted to say that. This is just a shower thought I had. Did musical parody at some point stop being funny, or is it just that, like, I liked it when I was 13, so now I feel obligated to not like it? Um... I have a long opinion about this one, so I'll let Kimmy go first. <laughs> By musical parody, you're just meaning like songs that parody others, right? Not like right, like a like a Weird Al song, or mm. I gotcha. can't think of other commercially successful musical parody artists, but it's you know like a Weird Al song. Well, I don't see. That's the thing. It gets to a point where you. I know. I see. The thing is, I need examples because I feel like you have the parodies that go to that extreme where you're like, okay, I've heard this, but there is some that aren't that bad. Well, but I can't think of them off the top of my head, and that's what's worse right now. So I have large opinions about this musical parody, like Weird Al. I think is great because he's creative about it. Right, I like Weird Al. I, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll put that up top. I like Weird Al. I think he's very talented. But if you're, I, I think I might be. I think if you like, I think if you do musical parody right, it's good. But if you do something that you think it's musical parody, but it's just redoing the songs, I think it's really dated and bland. Like uh, one song that came, one one thing that came up to my mind was the uh, show, the movie Sing. Which essentially is just a whole bunch of celebrities singing songs under the guise of being like a funny movie, you know? Well, is that really so much parody or is that a cover? I don't know. I, I think you got to do it right so it is a parody. Like, if you could do a parody, it's good. And parodies are also very specific, you know? Like, you know, the Minecraft song, right? The, Mi- the Minecraft song that they put over like some Kesha thing. Uh-oh, Creeper. Like no 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 one no one in the general public's gonna know what that is, but like people who play Minecraft will enjoy the parody. So does that make sense? I'm just thinking about like the the kind of thing where like a Weird Al song where you keep the melody, you change the lyrics, you make it say some you make it something else, right? Mm-hmm. Like specifically in that genre. Yeah, it just it depends on what it what you make it about. Because I think it's very specific. Weird Al is really good at making it really general. That's why he's good mm-hmm. at it. But if it's like some parody song that's very specific about some niche cultural thing, uh, no one's going to get that. Well, but the, I mean, I think hitting a niche, though, there's something to be said about that. I mean, that's... We, you know, we've talked privately about like about the podcast about hitting a niche, right? Like, I, I always feel yeah. like hitting a niche is exactly how a lot of things take off. I think that's how you get yeah. good. But I think that's like that might be causing your perspective of musical parodies to like deteriorate because you just haven't found that niche of musical parodies that you found, you know. I could see that. I wanted to look at parody artists because I'm over here like I can't think. I did not know Richard Cheese was considered a parody. I thought he was just like a comedy in a way, but but he's parody. I like Richard Cheese, so there is some. I think it also is a difference. I don't know. I don't mind it, but I know I went through a bigger Weird Al time before, and now I'm kind of like, okay, you know, yeah, this well, with whole... Any, with any music, you're going to have phases, right? True. That's true. This is true. 
Like, I will go more for the funny ones. Like, the funny... I guess it would be... It's kind of considered parody, but, like, the funny parodies of things. Where it's more in... Uh, in changing a little bit, but not that much. We're not even that much parody. It's just, like... Um, like, if you take, for instance, the stuff you listen to um, with crazy ex-girlfriend gets mixed in a lot with parody stuff because of the style it is yeah but i think a parody is like you can you can have parody songs that mimic the genre instead of a song specifically too again it's all about how you do it right this is true i guess that well that i feel like falls out of musical parody and into just musical comedy yeah right like you like you look at like a bo burnham set that's not really he's not doing a parody of any specific song he's doing comedy i you could call it satire sometimes of a genre but like i think it's i think it's just general musical comedy yeah i could see that i don't know i think they're one i think they're one in themselves is well i guess you can have par- you can't have parody without musical comedy but you can have musical comedy without parody i guess i would i would agree with that yeah look at that look at us getting all intellectual at the end of the show that was a deeper dive than I expected that to take us down. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that Richard Cheese still came up in our little intellectual moment. <laughs> <laughs> and in the same episode, we talked about circumcision and the word smegma. So, like, the fact that <laughs> the fact that Dick Cheese came up twice. We hit every single one of them out of the park today. Full circle. Look at that. Look at that. Hey, no better way to end the show than this. Uh, so listen, subscribe, rate, and friends on opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits and tell a friend to listen to us on Spotify because it is the best way to get our show. Just look up uh, and friends. Uh, usually you put Radio Misfits before it, and you can find all the other Opie Shows podcasts on there as well. And don't forget that we are also going to be on Amazon's music podcast. And Amazon Audible. If you happen to see executive producer Tony Lasano from opishows.com, uh, could you just give us, could, could you just give him a special thanks just from us? Just let him know. Just like if you see him before we do. Mm. Uh, that's that's Tony Lasano from Opie Shows, which is hippo spelled backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. And also our distributor, Ed Silla. Oh yeah. So, sometimes yeah. he'll be with Tony, but if not, you know he he's with Radio Misfits though, where uh, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place at RadioMisfits.com. All right, that's the show. That's it. We did it. We did it, guys. I mean, you started off with dick jokes. Do you want to end on it, dick joke at all? Do you got any final dick stuff you want to talk about? <laughs> just want to throw that out there. There's a lot of dicks today. <laughs> Uh, I, I think you did it for me, Kimmy. <laughs> okay, I just I just want to make sure. Just just give me the opportunity for any last dick punches. You no, I don't want no more dick punches from me. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye bye. This O5 podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Proceeding with a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of OPI Productions. Tony, can you shut up?
if you missed Losano or Los Los Anno and friends, here's what you missed. Toilet seats. I always lowered the seat and the cover. Mm -hmm. However, I do argue, I don't sit down all that much. (laughs) You would think I would be the one accidentally falling in, not the person who every single time goes, sit down. Look before you leave. (laughs) On my old TV show, we did this question about asking local media celebrities if they lower the toilet seats. Read yours. Who do you have? I have Ron Majors. He says, I think the argument gets convoluted by separating the toilet seat from the lid. I would argue that the lid should always be closed. If we accept that the lid should always be closed and that most lids and seats can be operated as either one unit or two, then the answer is easy. Both men and women should close the lid. Either way, we are both performing one function, an equal function. We both lift something to use the toilet and we both close something when we are done. Ron went deep. Wow. Right. What a word. Like, that sounds like he was given that from, like, the Lincoln Monument. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called. I'm thinking about listening to Free Kicks. Rick Kempfer, Adam... Okay, you've got Kempfer written down, but you don't have... (laughs) It's Howarth. Okay. (laughs) I, yeah, because be I, I was, I was really glad that yeah, I would have said the same thing. Like, what, Howarth? I was gonna say like Howarth. I don't know. It looks wrong. He spelled Howard wrong. So don't don't yell at me. Um, <laughs> it's Howard. This is the promo now instead. Just instead of the actual one. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about listening to Free Kicks. Nah, I should sound more sure about it. Be sure to tune in to Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Our podcast highlights the best soccer league in the world. The English Premier League. We recap the previous week's games. And preview the upcoming games. I do it from an American point of view. And I do it as an authentic Brit. Accent and all. That's authentic. Right, Governor? Not exactly how I say it. (laughs) We all also talk about the local soccer scene because Adam is the Illinois Youth Director of Coaching. If you love soccer. Football. Football. Tune in to Free Kicks. New episodes drop weekly on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Man, I've been sitting here trying to come up with some joke about too small, too big. I don't know. I got nothing. Head empty. No thoughts. Which head? (laughs) Funny. Thank you. Thank you. Show's over, Kimmy. I don't have to pretend anymore. All right. (laughs)